Hello and welcome to another episode of the How Good Sport podcast. You're here with Tom. It's Super Bowl week. We're doing a Super Bowl preview. Giddy up. Super Bowl 58. How fucking good. I'm, I can't wait. I'm so excited for this one. And I think the way the NFL does it compared to the NRL, they just build up so much excitement, so much anticipation. You know, you've got that two-week gap and the whole week they're in Las Vegas doing a lot of promotions. So I definitely think the NRL can learn a lot from that. But we're talking about the NFL for now, so let's keep going with the Super Bowl. So we've got the Chiefs and the Niners. It's going to be a fascinating matchup. If you look back on how the season's gone, you look back on Boxing Day, the Chiefs were 9-6 and six and got done by the Raiders. Mahomes threw an intercept. He also had a fumble pass, and they lost the game to the Raiders 20-14. to 14. Uh, They finished the season 11-6. and six. You know, they, they weren't exactly well beaters throughout the year. There were a lot of questions around. Their offense, their wide receivers dropping the ball constantly, but their defense really carried them a long way and obviously having Mahomes has carried them a long way as well. Whereas the Niners, they started the season 5-0. and They did look like world beaters. Then all of a sudden they lost three on the trot and they're 5-3. and And they started to rebuild that momentum again, started to look fantastic until they versed the Ravens. Um, got absolutely flogged by the Raiders, uh, sorry, the Ravens. And then, to be honest, I've felt like the Niners haven't really looked themselves since they lost that game. Um, I felt like they lost a lot of confidence, that sort of pizzazz, if you want to call it that, that they had an attack where, or in offense that they were really just singing. And, you know, Purdy had all sorts of op- options. Shanahan's playbook was looking fantastic. But I just felt like they were kind of limping to a lot of wins. And a big thing that really stood out for me against the Lions in the championship game was once they started to come back I really saw that confidence starting to shine through again that third quarter where they made up 17 points um, that was epic and I started to see the team really get around each other the the defense really tightened up the offense was singing obviously Purdy silenced a lot of critics with that last drive against the Packers and then he did the same thing in the last two quarters against the Lions you know did it with both his his arms and his feet had some great rushing plays through some fantastic passes. That one he threw to Yusek uh, on, I think it was second down, second and 10, um, where you know he got rushed in the pocket, um, had to scramble out, threw a fantastic pass, and Yusek caught it whilst dragging his feet out and managed to keep his feet in play. It was epic shit. But just plays like that really showed me that Purdy's definitely up to this, and I can't believe all the criticism he gets. I think it's fucking ridiculous. Um, if anything, this bloke is so overachieving, it's not funny, but he gets analysed like he's Patrick Mahomes and he's won th- three Super Bowls. That I just don't get it. So any Purdy slander that continues to come, like dead set, get fucked because the bloke's made a Super Bowl. With all this criticism, he's so humble. He's such a good bloke. He's not arrogant. Leave the bloke alone. He was Mr. Irrelevant two years ago. He's... He's, what, five and one, six and one in playoff games record. The one playoff game that he did lose, he broke his wrist in the first quarter. Like, seriously, just leave the bloke alone. He's, he's a good player. Maybe he's not a Patrick Mahomes, but if he wins the Super Bowl, then, you know, I wonder what the critics will have to say after that. So um, it's going to be an ep- epic game. Um, you know, you've got the 49ers who have come, come from behind in both the, the playoff games. Whereas the Chiefs have sort of just gone up a notch and, you know, we've seen that Kelsey-Mahomes combination just really thrive. And um, obviously in the first week, it was a bit of a tit-for-tat battle against the Bills. But last week against the Ravens, we saw Mahomes come out and go 11 straight completions and just completely dominate. And, you know, they they never looked back. So 
Um, that's something that the, the Niners have to be really careful of this week. So, you know, the Chiefs come in with the second-best defense and the Niners come in with the third-best offense. So you've got a, a defensive juggernaut up against a, an offense that has been highly touted throughout the year. You've got weapons all over the park, Debo, Kittle, Brendan Ayuk, who I'm a huge fan of, CMC. Like, he's just an absolute fucking weapon. Um, and then, obviously, Purdy, who's really starting to gain a lot of confidence heading into this game. So um, fascinating game. Obviously, the, the two quarterbacks going together. So you've got Mahomes, NFL poster boy, talk of him being the second-best quarterback ever behind um, Tom Brady. So pretty Pretty big comparisons there. And then up against Purdy, who's Mr. Irrelevant and the lowest drafted quarterback to ever play a Super Bowl. So um, it's a fascinating matchup, to be honest. You know, if the Chiefs didn't have Pat Mahomes, they'd probably go from looking like a Mercedes to a 95 Datsun. So uh, I think, you know, there's a big difference between what the Chiefs look like with Mahomes and what they look like without him. But that's team sport. Um, an individual can. Um, you know, rally and, and thrive off other players in the team and, and help carry a team as well. That's, that's a big reality. So um, looking at the Chiefs, you know, the, the, the defense is clearly their best a- asset outside homes. Um, you know, so they're the second best defense in the league. Uh, they got Brian Spag as their defensive coordinator. This guy's a freak. He just knows how to draw up uh, defensive schemes that throw the offense off. And he did that last week with the Ravens, the setup they had against Lamar Jackson just worked so well. And, you know, I think part of that was, you know, they kind of uh, dragged the Ravens down to their level. And a lot of people will say that the Ravens didn't play great. But, you know, that starts with the way that the Chiefs play started the game. A lot of pressure on points on the board. You know, Lamar's going to be crowned MVP again, hasn't made a Super Bowl has had questionable player form, so puts a lot of pressure back on the other team, and I think that's just what the Chiefs thrive on. So I thought that's what they did uh, really well last week. Uh, Mahomes' playoff record is just outstanding. Um, you know, six and zero in the last two years. You know, he's made six conference championships in a row. This is his fourth Super Bowl in six years. I mean, like, what else can you say about the dude? It's um, it's pretty amazing what he's done. And just to read through some of the stats, Mahomes' playoff record. So. 422 uh, completed passes of 626 at 67%, 4,802 passing yards, 458 rushing yards. And some of those rushes that Mahomes has made in the past five years in the playoffs, particularly in the Super Bowls, have been crucial to helping his team win. So clearly he's a guy who knows how to amp it up and, and make the big plays in the big moments, which we've seen. 44 total TDs and 106 passer rating. And another fucking ridiculous stat to throw in amongst that. He hasn't thrown an interception in seven games. So that's just unbelievable stuff from Pat Mahomes. And I'm sure we're going to see nothing less on Sunday. Um, you know, last week he started 11 out of 11. Just amazing stuff. Uh, laid such a perfect platform for his team and for the offense. And like I said, just put so much pressure back on the Ravens. So with Mahomes comes Travis Kelsey too. You know, I mean, that connection is unmatched. They've, that connection between them has got the most TDs in playoff history, which is a record that they notched up last week. So they just sing together. It's unbelievable. Like for me, like I've only really started following the NFL in the last few years and, and most particularly in the last two years is where I've really honed in on it. But I watch the, the screen and and see the line of scrimmage when Mahomes is about to hike the ball, be hike the ball and I look at Travis Kelsey and he just disappears from the screen. Then all of a sudden he pops up. And he's he's in the, in the screen. He's catching the ball. It's quite remarkable, to be honest, how he 
always manages to pop up and Mahomes just finds him all the time. And an interesting thing that I was listening to last week on the commentary was just talking about Mahomes and his ability to scan defense and almost trick the defense with his eyes into where he's going to go. And then all of a sudden just um, unleashing a pass in the other direction. And that's something you'll notice he does a lot with Kelsey. So he might be looking to one of his white receivers, sorry, wide receivers on the right-hand side of the field. And then all of a sudden, um, you know, he'll just unleash and and go to the left and find Travis Kelsey. So these two are going to be key. You know, they're going to, you know, they're going to be finding each other all game or Mahomes finding Kelsey. So it's going to be very interesting to see what, the 49ers draw up for these guys. Uh, it's going to be a fascinating battle between Kelsey and Sam Friends, elite linebackers, Fred Warner. Um, you know, he's just an absolute fucking weapon. He's going to be going after him all game. So um, it's going to be, yeah, fascinating to see what they do and, and the defensive schemes they decide to play, whether they go man or or, or defend in a zone sort of scheme. Um, yeah, I'm not quite sure, but, um, you know, they're going to, do a lot of their homework on that. So, Pacheco's been another one of their weapons at running back throughout the year. There's been a lot of memes about um, his running style, but dead set, this bloke will run through a brick wall for you. He just keeps running, and he's a fucking weapon. So, um, the uh, Chiefs will really like what they've seen in the first two weeks um, with the Niners giving up a lot of easy yards on rushing plays in the opening halves. The Niners did tighten things up in the second half, but they really can't afford to do that in the Super Bowl this week. So I definitely think that we'll see a lot of Pacheco getting the ball, rushing plays in the first two halves. So the 49ers really need to tighten that up. But I'm sure the Chiefs will be licking their lips at the thought um, that they can make some easy rushing meters and and get down to that red zone and try and get some early plays going for their offense. So um, the wide receivers have obviously left much to be desired this year, dropping plenty, but they've improved big time in the last two weeks in the playoffs. Um, Rashid Rice has, has sort of improved incrementally as the year's gone on. So um, it's going to be very interesting to see if they can step up in the big moments this year. Um, the 49ers uh, secondary have been sort of a bit hit and miss this year. Obviously, you've got um, Ambry Thomas, who's made some big, uh, gave away some big penalties. So, uh, and then Lenore as well has been someone who. Um, has been a bit up and down, but um, it'll be an interesting battle between those two guys as well. The uh, Chiefs' D is obviously one thing that's going to be really important for these guys, and um, they have shown a bit of a weakness against the rush, which you know the 49ers are going to expose, and McCaffrey will be there all day. McCaffrey's got some crazy record. Like once he hits over 75 yards, the Niners are 10-1 and one or 11-1. and one, So the, uh, the Chiefs are going to have a big day trying to shut down CMC, but you know Steve Spag will have a plan. We saw how well he took down the Raiders and Lamar last week. Obviously, one of Lamar's biggest assets is his rushing game. So you know they're going to be all over CMC. They're going to have a great plan. So it'll be very interesting to see how that goes. The cornerbacks have been fantastic for the Chiefs. Um, McDuffie making all pro and, and Sneed was unlucky to miss out. But Sneed's made huge plays all year this year and, and we saw a huge play last week against the Ravens where he knocked the ball out of Zay Flowers' hands. Um, I mean, you know, that could have could have easily swung the, the game and, and meant that the Ravens won the game. So that was a huge play, play of the week. And Snead's been doing that kind of thing all year. So, um, you know, the Niners wide receivers are going to have their hands full with these guys in the backfield. So it's going to be a very interesting battle there. In terms of the 49ers, Brock Purdy, uh, he's just as important as any player in this team. I've seen a lot of analysts and these American shows where they're ranking the top 10 players in the team, and Purdy's number 10. Um, but at the end of the day, he's just as important as anyone in this team. And 
We've seen in the last two weeks he's found a lot of confidence in the clutch moments, like I said earlier, with his legs and with his arm. Some of his passes um, in the clutch were fantastic. Um, you know, you could analyse that one to Ayuk where he caught it off a helmet, but um, at the end of the day he still found him and some of the plays he made with his legs were huge, getting crucial downs on, on thirds. Um, so... Great signs for the 49ers. The Chiefs love blitzing QBs, so that's something Purdy actually excels against. That's a formation that he seems to do really well, and the last two weeks is evidence of that, his ability to scramble um, and even make big plays on the pocket. So um, it will be interesting if Spag and the Chiefs decide to continue to run with that. I dare say they will and just rely on putting the pressure on Purdy in the big game and seeing how that happens. So it's going to be very interesting to see how they approach Brock Purdy. Shanahan will have some interesting plays, designs for the blitz formation. Obviously, his defensive coordinator will be all over that. Um, but uh, Sorry, the offense coordinator. But uh, Debo loves running a slant route. It's one of his favorite go-tos, so I know we're going to see a lot of that if the blitz formation is uh, something that the Chiefs rely on. Uh, then you've got the Christian McCaffrey factor. like We talked about the stat around his yardage, if he makes over 75 yards in a game, the the Niners are like 11-1 and one or 10-1, and one, which is just crazy. So he's going to have a big target over his head, but this guy's just that good that it won't matter. Um, you know, he's going to scramble, he's going to make plays, and, and he could be the difference in the long run for the 49ers. And he's a big part of why I'll, I'll sort of come to the reason why I think they'll win the game when I get to the end of the um, analysis. Uh, big fan of Brandon Ayuk. I think he's underutilized some weeks by Shanahan and the offense. I just love what he does. You know, he makes big plays. He's made huge plays in the last two weeks. He's made some crucial catches against the Packers, scored a touchdown, and he did the same thing last week. That catch that he caught off the helmet against the Lions was just ridiculous. So uh, I think we're going to see a lot of Ayuk. I do think we'll see a lot of Kittle this week too. Like I've been saying to some people that um, follow the game and mates of mine that, you know, I feel like he's someone who's been underutilized as well this year. So I do expect that with a lot of attention on McCaffrey and maybe Debo too, that we'll see a fair bit of George Kittle this week as well. So he's one of the players coming back after that loss to the Chiefs in 2019. So um, he's going to be highly motivated to, to come back and, and have a big win. So um, some great matchups in the D and the offensive line. Um, McFitz hasn't allowed any sacks in the postseason for the Niners, and he kept Hutchinson at bay last week, which is no mean feat. Um, so it'll be an interesting battle this week. Um, Trent Williams will do his usual thing. He's in his first Super Bowl. I think he's 35, so he's going to lay it all out there. He's a fucking elite player, so... Um, it's going to be interesting to see how he goes. I like the matchup of Traverius Ward against Rice for KC. I think Ward can handle him really well. Um, Bosa did a great job on Sewell last week. Comes comes up against Jawan Taylor this week. Comes up against Jawan Taylor this week, who has become infamous for holding. Uh, he has the unwanted tag of giving away the most offensive penalties this year, which is 20. Uh, and Bosa is going to be all over him like a rabid dog. Again, he's one of these players that's coming back after that hugely disappointing loss in 2019. And you know what Nick Bose is like. He's going to put lay everything out there and just do a great job. So um, Smith was guilty of penalties last week, and he'll have his hands full against the likes of Armstead and Hargrave as well. So some really interesting battles there between the O and the D. Um, very much looking forward to those matchups. The kickers are obviously going to play a crucial ro role here too. We know what the Super Bowl is like. It could come down to a penalty. Um, so, you know, Butker has all the experience and kicks some big field goals in the postseason already, some big 50 plus 50 yard kicks. So, um, he's obviously someone with the upper hand. 
Uh, Jake Moody for the Niners is in his rookie season and has missed a couple already this postseason. So I'd hate to see it come down to the kickers because uh, obviously Buck is going to have the upper hand there, but that's a reality that we face as well. So uh, at the end of the day, it's the Super Bowl. It's going to be a game of inches. The Chiefs have Mahomes and the experience and defense wins your big games and the corners will be all over the Niners receivers. The Niners have a better team across the park and more offensive weapons, but their rush defense has been scrappy to start games in the playoffs. So that's an area that uh, they're definitely going to have to lock up. And I know that the Chiefs are really going to try and, um, you know, expose that vulnerability there for the Niners. The Chiefs O-line are guilty of giving away penalties, and the Chiefs have turned the ball over or dropped passes a lot this year, something the 49ers defense is really good at capitalizing on. You know, we've seen uh, Kinlaw, we've seen... Uh, Bosa, we've also seen Javarius Ward and Fred Warner all be amongst turnover plays, interceptions this year. So, um, you know, they're, they're one defensive unit that's going to capitalise. So the Chiefs really cannot afford to make any mistakes or easy turnovers. So, um, of course, I won't be shocked in the slightest if Mahomes and Kelsey put this team on their back and win in a close one. Um, they certainly won't let a lead slip like the Packers and Lions did against the 49ers. So uh, that's obviously going to be something they're going to want to do, have a really quick early start, put the pressure on the 49ers and back their defense to hold them up and Mahomes and Butker as well to, to kick some crucial field goals to keep them in the game. What I did see last week, though, was the fact that the Niners regained a lot of confidence in the last two quarters. The defense really tightened right up and the offense started to sing and that was that 49ers team that I saw before they lost to the Ravens and that's the Niners side that I was really confident was going to win the Super Bowl six to eight weeks ago. So I feel like the 49ers at their best have more upside than the Chiefs. Even if Purdy doesn't play all that well, I'm confident McCaffrey can be the difference for these guys. Like I said, if he can get over 70-odd yards, make some goody plays, score some of those barge over touchdowns through the red zone, um, then I think he could be the difference. And I think the 49ers will win, and I'm predicting they'll win 27-20, and I'm going to predict Christian McCaffrey to win the MVP. Um, obviously, these guys met in the 2019 Super Bowl. They're meeting again here in the 2023-2024 Super Bowl. Uh, I think realistically, this won't be the last time we see these two in the Super Bowl over the next five years as part of this decade. Realistically, they've been the best two teams, the the most consistent teams in the past five years. Obviously, the Chiefs are in their fourth Super Bowl. The Niners are in their second Super Bowl in the past five years, and they've made the conference championship all of those years except one. So it is a culmination of the two most consistent teams in the past five years. The Chiefs won in 2019. I think there's a lot of really... Um, talented, senior, experienced players on the 49ers side. Not so much Super Bowl experience, but guys that have been in the league, been in this San Francisco setup for the last four years. They understand it's not easy to get back to this position. So I think we're going to see some desperation from you guys like your Nick Bosa, your Fred Warner, Trent Williams, these kind of guys that's going to carry these guys across the line. So like I said, I see the Niners getting up 27 to 20, and I'm tipping Christian McCaffrey to win the MVP. Go the Niners. Have a great Super Bowl Monday. Eat some hot dogs, drink some beer, do whatever you can. Call in sick for work. Make sure you're watching this game because it's going to be an absolute cracker.